Yo, what's going on? It's Trey Matthews checking in. Welcome back to another episode of the Trey Matthews podcast. I am him. Him is me, Trey Matthews. Uh, first and foremost, I want to say I appreciate y'all for coming back listening to this podcast. I know I've been gone for a few months. I think the last podcast I dropped was in December. So definitely took a, a super duper sabbatical to say the least. Um, and the reason why I took a sabbatical real quick is just because I needed to get reconnected back to myself, man. I need to feel my purpose. I needed to rediscover what makes me creative, what keeps me going, what keeps me energized. And to be honest, man, I, I, I was doing a pod for three and a half plus years without a break. Like I know I had took taken, you know, a week or two breaks in between doing a podcast, but this was the first time creatively I was able to just kind of take a step back kind of miss podcasting, kind of create the demand for wanting wanting me to come back and do another podcast. Uh, so here so here I am, you know, and I will tell y'all, and y'all can hold me accountable just like y'all been holding me accountable. Um, this will be uh, the first of, of many podcasts for me to do consecutively. You know, um, a lot of people have been asking lately, Trey, when's the next podcast? Trey, are you still doing podcasts? Trey, are we going to get a consistent podcast again? So it's been a numerous and, and overwhelming amount of, of love and reaching out, which I appreciate y'all for sticking with me through the thick and thin. And um, life just been life in to say the least. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like this break has really, you know, taught me a few things, right? Um, for one, it's taking breaks. And when I say taking breaks, I just don't mean to what you love creatively. But also, if you have a nine to five, taking a break from that. Uh, if you need a vacation, having having a break, like I, I cannot stress that because if you don't take breaks, you can burn yourself out. You can stress yourself out. Then you then you're just, you know, overwhelmed, depressed, frustrated. Um, all of those sentiments begin to rein in. But like in this moment for me, I feel like I'm I'm a beacon of of I don't even know, a beacon of nobility, I I, I feel like uh and this was well needed. You know, I feel well rested. I feel well energized. Like it's, it's some great uh, blessings and opportunities coming upon me in the next few weeks, few months. So like 2023 has been has been promising and, and wonderful for me to say the least, man. Like everybody's going through something. So that's that still hasn't changed. You know, I, I still got my shit that I deal with on a day to day. But the biggest thing is staying optimistic and staying positive. So so once again, I appreciate y'all for being understanding, you know, coming back. And if you don't coming back, even if y'all don't coming back, uh, I, I keep messing up my words. You would think after three plus years of doing a podcast, you, you'll be able to know how to speak. But um, even if y'all don't come back to this episode right away, like I definitely understand because it's kind of similar to, you know, if you listen to an artist that's been dropping every other month or every week or every year, right? And they go ghost or go quiet for a period of time. And then they just kind of drop a bomb at you, at you out, of, out of nowhere. It may take a couple of days or even a few weeks to be like, damn, such and such dropped. I didn't even know. Let me go, let me go download and check out what he or she has been, you know, been talking about and the evolution of their music. So it's, it's kind of the same thing. I kind of equate that to podcasting, man. And here I am, 2023 in March. And um, yeah, like I said, it's, it's been it's been a lot for me since December, you know, um, to kind of give you all a quick recap. Uh, my New Year's was phenomenal. Didn't do anything too crazy. Um, this year, I really just been focusing on me so far. You know, like I, I, I do need to get my ass back in the gym. That's one thing I will say. But just getting realigned with the man above and just tapping into my real emotions and 
and just spending time for me. You know what I'm saying? You can never be too selfish for you. You got to choose you over everybody. You got to choose you over any moment. You got to choose you just period, right? And so that's just that's just the space I've been in lately. And now that I feel um, inspired, now that I feel creative, now that I feel um, ready to deliver, ready to take this to the next level, like this is what I've been working on. This is what I've been working on. And so one thing about me, I'm, I'm never a quitter. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll take a break. I'll, I'll take a moment to get my shit together, but I've never quit. So to those who's been, you know, who who is listening to this pod, like Trey Matthews has never left the podcast. You know, I, I just took a period of time off um, and here I am. Here I am. So I hope everybody that's been listening, I hope your your life has been luxurious. I hope y'all have been, you know, blessed. I hope y'all have gotten the chance to see loved ones, people that y'all care about, um, working on y'all creative stuff too, you know, like I hope that y'all y'all been in a positive and tremendous space as well. So a part of this podcast is as we grow together and we evolve together. Um as a I don't even want to say as a community, but that's what it is. You know, like I feel like as I age and as the podcast progresses into something more mature, so do y'all. You know, y'all been listening since what, 2019? And um I appreciate y'all that for that, man. I I, I appreciate it. I can't stress it enough of how much I appreciate y'all for, you know, being patient and again, like keeping me accountable. That's that's another thing in 2023 so far. I've been super heavy when it comes to accountability on myself, my peers, um, the world, uh, just just holding people accountable. So just appreciate that. Um, as far as 23, 2023 so far, um, to kind of pick up where I was talking about just a second ago, it's it's been great, man. This is we're only 90 something days in. And I feel like 2023 is off to a great start for me. I can't really speak for everybody else, but um, I, I can't I can't wait to see what the summer has to deliver. I can't wait for y'all to see the content I've been working on, the creative stuff. I'm also working on a nonprofit. I'm not really going to disclose too much information right now, um, but that's on the way. Um, I had my first event of the year already. Shout out to my boy, Kuji. You know what I'm saying? I know you out there listening. And uh, it's been great. It's been great. So enough of me. Uh, I know y'all been dying to hear my perspective on um, a multitude of things that have been happening in the culture, you know, whether it's political, whether it's uh, sports related, whether it's musical, you know, or all of the above, you know what I'm saying? I know y'all been dying to hear my takes, but, you know, sometimes there's value in silence. And I think that's one of the, I think that's actually the first pod I had put out when I had took my my very first break from podcasting, the first episode I dropped as Trey Matthews was value and silence because it is, you know, not everything needs a reaction. Not everything needs a response. Not everything needs your attention. You know what I'm saying? There is a such thing as, as clickbait or there is a such thing as as trendy. You know what I'm saying? That That is definitely still a thing here in 2023. But I really don't even know where to start, bro. Like, I'm just so excited to just get on this platform and continue to do what I love to do, which is podcasting, which is talking to y'all, regardless if it's no money or one person or a thousand people listening. Like, this is what I love to do. So I just I'm just so appreciative and humble and um, of just of just being back, being back, being better um, and having and having a, a, a direction of what I want to do and what I see the Trey Matthews podcast is. So that's what's been going on with me. 
I don't even know where to start, bro. It's it's been so much that's happened. Like since I've been gone in December. Um So to get things started, I guess I want to incorporate this on not only this podcast, but also all the other pods that I do moving forward. Um, something similar to the icebreaker, you know, something to just put the the ball in your court, you know, to kind of get your gears uh, thinking for the day or kind of shifting your perspective or, you know, kind of seeing what, what your thoughts are, you know, whether, you know, you text me, hit me on social media, see me on person, like I'll be doing different icebreakers each and every week. Um, just to get your sentiments, you know what I'm saying? Get your perspective, sentiments, whatever you want to call it. Um, but for this week, I wanted to ask, what is your why? And the reason I ask is because your why is what sets you apart from everyone else. It's your purpose. It's what, uh, it's what inspires you to take action. Your why is also what inspires others to take action, spread your ideas or buy your products. So, while y'all are thinking on what your why is, I'll go ahead and start on what I think my why is. Um, for one, I feel like our why is to connect with people. I feel like our why, um, how should I say this? I feel like our why, well, let me just, let me just re- rewind all the way back. Life is about people. Let's start there, right? Life is about people. So with you knowing that, um, I feel like my purpose is to serve others. You know, I feel like God put me and others, other beautiful beings on this on this planet um, that we call Earth for a reason. Right. And my purpose is to serve others, whether that's spreading love, whether that's spreading joy, whether that's spreading creativity, uh, spreading kindness, um, giving ism, giving game on this podcast or just chopping it up with you in person. Um, I feel like that is my why to make people feel appreciated, to make people feel cared about, to make people feel, um, feel that they give a, that I give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? If nobody else gives a fuck about them, Trey Matthews does. Trey Matthews does. Whether we're cordial, whether we're mad tight, or maybe we haven't even talked in a while. Like I give a fuck about what you're doing. I care about your creativity. I care about your mental and, and how your health is doing. I care about your family. I care. So um, I would say my why is to just, you know, just spread love and and be a servant of the people. Um, That is my why. And so I'll let y'all think about that, you know, and and like I said, y'all can reach out to me, social media, text, or if y'all send me a person, give me what your why is and kind of give me an explanation on why that is your why. Um, And the reason I use that icebreaker this week is because um, I, I watched this movie maybe about a month or two ago called Collateral Beauty. I think it's on Netflix the last time that I checked. Uh, It has Will Smith in it. He's the main actor in it. Uh, I know like y'all still have canceled Will from, you know, the whole Oscars thing last year. I think that's actually been almost a year ago, right? Like it's crazy how time flies when he smacked smacked the shit out of Chris Rock. But um, that was a phenomenal movie in my humble opinion. and pretty much in Collateral Beauty, like one of the first scenes is him as a CEO of this massive, huge, like outstanding um, technology company. It was or or some shit like that. And, you know, you just see him, you know, 
talking up there, very confident, articulating himself extremely well in front of a multitude of people and just asking them what their why, what their why is. Um, and it, it just spoke to me, you know, and he was just talking about how advertising is about illuminating how our products and services uh, are the reason like that they've gotten to the point they did in the movie. And he just went on and on just just asking or just telling why this improves people's lives. Um, how do we do that? That kind of thing. And I'm going to play a little clip from the movie um, that really spoke to me as well. Love. I'm gonna run it back. How do we do that? Love. Time. Death. Now these three abstractions connect every single human being on earth. Everything that we covet, everything that we fear not having, everything that we ultimately end up buying is because at the end of the day, we long for love. We wish we had more time. And we fear death. Love. Time. Death. That was a really dope. That was really dope. And if you watch the movie, um, you'll understand more on why uh, he was so heavy on those three. Love, death, and time. Um, I don't want to spoil too much, but if I get the opportunity to, uh, definitely go check that out. That movie is called Collateral Beauty. I think it came out you know not maybe a few years ago or whatever but that's my icebreaker to y'all for the week but i guess we can kind of segue into i don't want to say nigga shit <laughs> but just i guess what caught my attention on this you know lovely tuesday kind of chilly night um i'll kind of start with uh we can start with dodge you know, the, the, the vehicle company Dodge. I'll, I'll start here. Why not? We're, we're just freestyling at this point. But it says the 2023 Dodge Challenger SRT Demon 170. And apparently this is the last call. So this will be the last year of Dodge making uh, Demons, Hellcats, or anything of that nature. Um, we'll have 100, or excuse me, we'll have 1,025 horsepower. And it can go zero from 60 in just 1.66 seconds. That's faster than the Tesla. Also, the car will be able to take any type of gas from 85 to 93. The power will be unlocked at all times. So there's not like a special key you have to have or a special um, guidance or training that you have to have before you get in this car. That will be ready the moment you take it off the lot, according to this article. Um, I can't even say article. This is a tweet that I've seen somebody uh, post. And... My thoughts on this, you know, obviously this is scary, right? So I don't know about y'all, where y'all listening to this pod from, but I reside in Atlanta. And we all know people can drive batshit crazy in Atlanta. So the fact that they're about to put another demon, literally, no pun intended, another demon on the road that can go 0 to 60 in 1.6 seconds is very egregious. Um, I can say I'm kind of scared for my life. You know what I'm saying? Like... I've gotten to the point where I drive like a dad. I'm just trying to get point A to point B safe. At this point, I don't even speed to work anymore. I'm going to get there when I get there, whether I wake up late or even if I wake up on time. Like I ain't, I ain't trying to drive on the opposite side of the road. I'm not trying to go do crazy Tokyo Drift Donuts. or I'm not trying to do none of that. I'm trying to get to point A, point B in one piece. 
And so the fact that we're continuing um, to release cars that that are literally death machines is, is very scary. Like, literally, I was on the way to work um, a week and a half ago. And this wasn't even a week and a half ago. This was last week. Um, the entire 85 was shut down at 9.30, 10 in the morning because it was like a 10-car accident. Uh, one person was in critical condition and several other people uh, were injured, severely injured. And uh, a lot of things go off in my head when I hear that. Okay, it was a 10-car accident. And just, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know, bro. I, I don't know what the solution is at this point. Like, I feel like there should be something to where we have to take a test or we have to take a, a driving test every three to five years just to prove that we still can drive because that's the point it's gotten to, um, at least in Atlanta. I know in, in California, in New York, the traffic is ridiculous too. Um, but I can speak for here because I've been here majority of my life and I'm sick of it. I'm sick of, of 85 being shut down because of some idiot or some person not knowing how to drive and everybody has to sacrifice their time because of that. And so, yeah, it's just it's just scary. I don't really have too much to say on the topic, but when you think about it too, right, you know, Dodge is continuously, not even just Dodge, there's other companies that specialize in these sports edition cars that can go zero to 60 in X amount of seconds and can top speeds of 180 to 200 miles per hour. Like if you think about it, right, Dodge is funding the money for these cars. So stupid people like us can can buy it. So we get pulled over by the cops. Right. And the cops, if I'm not mistaken, they're starting to have Hellcats and SRTs and and, and chargers and all this extra stuff. I've even seen Tesla police cars. Like it's it's all it's all a big cycle. It's it's all a big circle, right? Dodge puts the funding for money. We're the ones that get into accidents, pulled over for tickets. The insurance companies hit us with, with money. And I'm sure the police somehow, some way are connected and they get a percentage of that too. Because those fees are getting paid to the court system, which go back to the county, which go in their pocket. And it's just a never ending cycle, honestly. That's what it sounds like. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. I guess thoughts and prayers to whoever um, is next to one of these Hellcats or SRTs on the road when these do officially release. And thoughts and prayers to ones who are actually buying these cars because you have two different types of drivers, right? You have, again, the ones that are very logical, very reasoning, want to get the point A and point B as safe as they can. And you have those people who want to literally cut everybody off in traffic, not turn on their blinkers, run the light, uh, all kinds of stuff just to make it to their destination three minutes quicker versus if they would have just done the speed limit and stopped at every light like they were supposed to. Um, that's my sentiments on that. I guess we can kind of move on to the next topic that I thought was interesting on Tuesday, uh, this past Tuesday. Um, Donald Trump. And it's it's crazy that well it's not crazy it's at this point it's not crazy right um, obviously he was the president of the United States at one point he plans on running again for election this next time around in 2024 um, but there has been dozens of photos that have surfaced on the internet of him quote unquote being arrested and when I tell you Inst or Twitter for the first couple hours that you know I was on there this morning just seeing people saying, oh my God, he's gotten arrested. You know, it was like 
at least five or six cops like grabbing and chasing uh, Trump in the picture. And the fact that so many pe people believe that this was real was it was quite astonishing, to be honest, um, because there was a multitude of people retweeting. And I don't know if they were doing that just to troll or they really thought that was Donald Trump, like running in the streets of New York City, um, being arrested. And let me see here. Donald Trump says he expects to be arrested. What would happen next? A Manhattan grand jury hearing evidence about whether Donald Trump illegally falsified business records in connection with a hush money payment his lawyer made to an adult film actress during his 2016 president campaign. The grand jury could vote at any time on whether to charge Trump with the crime. He would be the first former president indicted in U.S. history. The grand jury process is, is secret, so there is no way of Trump Wait, excuse me. There is no way to know if Trump was right when he told his social media followers that he expects to be charged with the crime. But here's what would happen if Trump is indicted, how law, how law enforcement is preparing for its potential unrest, the next steps in the case and more. I'm not reading this whole entire thing. If y'all want to, y'all are more than welcome to. I am quoting this from the WashingtonPost.com. Um, and it is so funny because right underneath it says democracy dies in darkness. Um but again, I, I just thought it was hilarious for the amount of people, you know, reposting the photo of of him like in distress, it looks like uh, running from the cops. But if you really pay attention to the photo, uh, you can tell that it's Photoshopped. You can tell it's AI generated or it's a fake mask that somebody has on. And even on one of the other photos in that slide, he has a baton on his right hand uh, side of his pants and if y'all haven't been living under the rock, like I don't think Trump is, is walking around the streets with a baton in his in his right pocket. I, I just don't think that. Um, but if y'all don't know what I'm, what I'm talking about, literally, if you go to Twitter and just type in Donald Trump arrested, that would be one of the first of three tweets that show up of those photos surfacing. It even got to the point where Twitter had to post right underneath. This photo is falsified. This photo is not real. Um, fake news, blase, blase, the whole nine yards. Um, and the fact that we're here um, as a society when it comes to social media, um, it's overdue. You know, I feel like Twitter and Instagram, they recently just started posting like, okay, before you view this post, just know this is not real or fictitious, X, Y, and Z. They really just started doing this within the past year and a half, if that. Um so I just thought that was super funny that, you know, just seeing people overreact to um, Trump being arrested or him potentially being indicted. And another thing, this is this is long overdue. Like he's just now being, you know, put on some charges or about to get indicted on something. Finally, after all the accusations and and shit that's came up, you know, not even just now, but during his presidency, um, in, in uh, a couple years ago, like it's 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 nuts. It's 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 really nuts, bro. So that's really all I have to say on that. Now, oh, another thing before we close off politics, um, the election year is right around the corner. Like I don't know about y'all, but for me, it feels not that long ago that people were at the polls, you know, reposting stuff, you know, on Twitter, Instagram, saying how vital and how important it is you know the election that we had so we didn't let you know trump win again or you know we made sure biden was in office and and all this extra shit but 
here we are again right around the corner like time is moving so fast you know what i'm saying we are on the cusp of another president uh presidential election which is also again scary to think about because again like do y'all think in y'all humble opinion do y'all really think joe biden's gonna win again right i don't know who what other you know democrats are are stepping up to the plate trying to trying to you know go for president um i don't know i don't i don't know it's it's a very eerie time uh well it's always been an eerie time when it comes to politics because all politicians cap but we but we knew that already um we can kind of segue into some music you know i've been dying to have um tons of, of music conversations and i've been trust me i've been having these conversations behind closed doors with my peers with my girl with my family my little brother like i've been having all the music conversations so i'm sorry that i've missed out on all the great amount of music and the shitty amount of music that's come out um within the past three months that i have not got a chance to express my sentiments on but if we're talking about recent music that's dropped um music soul child and hit boy actually put out a project uh victims and villain uh victims and villains excuse me um this tr this is about 10 tracks long this came out maybe a week or two ago um i haven't got the chance to listen to every single song but there are a few bangers on here so if y'all haven't gotten the chance definitely check take a listen to it i mean it's music soul child like and this and it's to even think that we're having a music soul child and hit boy not not even just record, but just entire project in 2023 is wild. Um, really take that in and, and say those names in your head again. But y'all definitely want to take a look at that or take a gander at that. Um, Masego actually dropped too. Um, haven't had the chance to listen to all his music because, again, we're at a point where it's so much music coming out. Just, just like last year, the year before, the year prior. It's just so hard to just, I want to sit here and listen to this whole album from top to bottom in one day. Um, you have to be in the right mental space. You have to be in the right vibe. And, you know, sometimes again, like people kind of control that too. So depending on who you're around, like, I don't want to listen to Masego if I'm chilling with the homies. Like, that's just not, that's just not going to happen. Some key Glock may came on, come on, you know what I'm saying? Some Hove may come on, but I don't know if the Masego is coming on if we chilling about to watch the game. Um, so y'all tell me, Y'all tell me how that Masego album is. I still got to listen to it myself. I've listened to like the first three tracks. And he actually remixed the Cha-Cha Slide uh, with the first track, Black Anime, which was actually shocking. And it was actually like really good. Um, he's, a, he's a saxophone killer. Like I automatically knew I was, I was I was waiting for the saxophone to come in. And he, he did a tremendous job on that, pro, or on that um, song. But I definitely got to listen to the entire thing gotta go back to that now one thing i did get the chance to listen to i know this sounds hilarious coming out of my mouth but uh gorillas actually dropped uh an album not that long ago called cracker island that shit is fire i don't know if you had the chance to listen to it but y'all go listen to it he has they or i shouldn't say he they have um thundercat um uh, tame impala i think bad bunny was on there uh stevie nicks it was it was a it was a a multitude of artists on that project, but just hearing them come back after taking a sabbatical of X amount of years, um, it was a great feeling. You know what I'm saying? I remember when I was a child and my parents would be shopping in in Macy's or what was the other store they used to go to a lot. I can't remember off the top of my head, but there were always there were always be gorilla videos um, 
always just going on the screen and their music always be playing while, you know, my parents spend two or three hours in Macy's shopping for whatever sweater they were looking for. Or my mom was looking for some shit. I, I don't know. But I just that just kind of took me back. And it was a nostalgic moment for me just kind of hearing their vocals, hearing the production on it. Um, it was great. It was great. So if y'all haven't had the chance, listen to Cracker Island by Gorillaz. Key Glock, speaking of Key Glock, he actually dropped the album too, Glock Coma 2. And from top to bottom, I'm fucking with it. I'm fucking with it. You want something, you need something at the gym that's going to pump, that's going to keep you going, that's going to keep you working out, that's going to have you benching that 225. That Glock Coma 2 is so hard. Um, my favorite tracks off of there, Randy Orton, uh, Chromosomes. Two for one is insane. The switch up of the beat, um, Pop My Shit is hard. It's uh, it's several. It's several tracks on here that, that, that goes ridiculous. Like, I'm talking about in the whip, it sounds crazy. If you at the gym, if you walk in, like, that, that is the one to go to. If you're having a bad day, put on some geek, uh, some key lock. <laughs> I promise you, your day will get turned around. Don Tolliver actually dropped as well. Um, Love Sick. This came out maybe about a month and a half ago or so. Um, I like it. I like it. And I'm and I'm and I'm and that's coming from not the biggest um Don Tolliver fan. You know what I'm saying? Like I have nothing against him. It's that it's not that I don't like his music. Um respectfully, I just go to a lot of other artists before I go to Don Tolliver. He's always been a phenomenal talent. I've always liked the tracks that I did hear him on. And I've never heard a quote unquote bad songs by uh bad song by Don Tolliver. Like I think his last project was crazy too. You know what I'm saying? But um he has Brent Fayez on here. Uh Charlie Wilson. That Charlie Wilson song is my favorite on here. Uh if I had. So if y'all haven't checked that out, be sure to do that. He has Wizkid on here. Y'all know I don't really care for the Beebs, but he has Justin Bieber on here, Futures on here, uh Glorilla, Lil Durk, James Blake. Like it's 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 some shit on here, bro. So if y'all y'all haven't had the opportunity to, I, I definitely challenge y'all to give that a, a gander as well. Um, there's been a lot of shit, bro. There's there's been a lot of shit that I've missed over the past few months, but I don't think there's anything like horrible that I've heard. That's just like, oh nah, like this is get this out of here. But oh, and also, I mean, I I don't think I dropped a podcast since Lil Yachty dropped. I know some people are you know have mixed feelings about that project. I really enjoyed it. And not because it's alternative and it's different and this is something that we didn't expect from Yachty and he's trying to be like Tyler the Creator. Like, let's kill the narrative on all of that. You know what I'm saying? This is actually really good quality music. Like more more than good. This is this is this is timeless music to me. Like this is this is music I will always go back to. Am I going back to every single song? I don't know, but I'm going to a majority of them. Like, he was in his bag from the song Pretty, The Zone, We Saw the Sun, Drive Me Crazy, uh, I've Officially Lost Vision, Paint the Sky. And again, I know a lot of Yachty fans maybe wasn't expecting that type of Yachty on display, or maybe is used to a different bag when it comes to Yachty. But somebody that's, that's loosely a, a, a Yachty fan, like, this was a great, cohesive project, man. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't see how y'all don't like this. I really don't. You know what I'm saying? Music is more than just the boom bap or it's more than just the 808s knocking and you have a five beat and you say, popping my shit, da 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 yeah, we lit. Like, it's more than that. It is so much more than that. And 
this project, man, it blew me away. It blew me away. Every time I cut it on, it still blows me away. Like I, I am infatuated with how well um, rounded this entire project was, and just and just seeing the evolution of Yachty over the years. Because I remember, I remember when he first came out, and individuals would laugh him out the room. You know what I'm saying? They thought he would literally be a one hit wonder, or he's here today, gone tomorrow, or you know. Just kind of like not taking him serious, you know, the red hair, hearing his his voice, seeing his style very, you know what I'm saying? Like people had him written off already before he got skin in the game. And now since he's had skin, skin in the game, like he's here to stay. You know what I'm saying? He's produced on songs with Drake in 21. He's delivered this great project, um, the Sprite deal. Um, he has a sunglass, uh, sunglasses clothes or uh, line now. Like, there, there's so many things Yachty has his hands in, and it's just like, you gotta respect it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't even, you can't even laugh or write it off at this point anymore. You gotta respect it. He is, he's low key a vet in this game now. He's, he's been out for a while. You know what I'm saying? He's had other hit records than Cold Like Minnesota or. Or, you know, whatever the other early, you know, tracks for him were. But he, he has skin in the game. So I, I don't want to hear any down talk when it comes to Yachty because he's he's doing his thing. Shout out to Yachty. Um, before we get off of music, I also wanted to talk about Drake and 21 Savage. You know, they finally announced their tour. It's all a blur. And I think this is something that I speculated right before I took a break on the podcast, um, you know, them doing a tour. And I'm happy that it's here. Now, what I'm not so enthusiastic about is how expensive the prices are. And not not just with Drake and 21, but I feel like that's every artist who's been announcing a tour lately. And I'm not mad at it. You know what I'm saying? Like they're they're asking for top dollar. And as a consumer, it's like, fuck, like, you know what I'm saying? These, this is like two or three checks for some of us, but at the same time, I respect it. You know what I'm saying? We, we talk about how, how much of fanatics we are for these people's, you know, music and their persona and how, how much we love them and how much they, they mean to us, how much they impact our life and how much we support them. But it's like, if you really support them, like you will spend the extra $100. And I understand there's going to be times where prices are egregious, right? Like a nosebleed seat for Drake and 21 right now is going in the range of $350, $400. Some people don't got that. And it's okay. It ain't for you. You know what I'm saying? I don't mean to sound, make y'all sound like a brokey or make myself sound like a brokey, but it's not for us. You know what I'm saying? Like, again, these artists work their ass off to put out these projects for us to just... Listen to it in 20 minutes and call it, oh, this fire or this ass. Oh, where's the next project? Like, that's selfish. You know what I'm saying? 20 years ago, um, people would have to go to a Radio Shack or go to uh, uh, a Best Buy or whatever the case may be um, to, to, to go buy an artist project. Let's, like, let's say back in 04, 05, people would go to um, wherever to go buy 50's album he sold millions of copies, millions. But the difference now is we just open the Apple Music app or we open Spotify app and just click download. Like, no, he had people physically walking in stores selling millions of copies. That is a different type of impact. 
know what I'm saying? You have to spend the 15, 20 beans on the project versus now it's like you pay for a monthly subscription or even some of us, we have a free subscription to just press download. That point zero 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 one cent, that ain't really making a difference. Even if you multiply that times 10,000, you know what I'm saying? So like nowadays, these artists, like a lot of people blame the, the recoup on how expensive these shows are um, from the pandemic of, of it being slow, you know, people not being able to tour, people not being able to sell merch like they used to, like, but, but again, like, as an art, like, you got to see the artistry in it, right? You, you support this artist, go really support them. It's the same thing with, with podcasting, right? When the, when these people go on tour or when, you know, people have Patreons or, you know, that you have to purchase for exclusive content, if you really support them, spend the five, $10, spend it. You know what I'm saying? Spend it. Now, again, $10 is a lot different than $350. But at the end of the day, I, I get it. It's a business. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we talk about how much we support these artists. But what's y'all definition of support? You know what I'm saying? Like, support is more than just, all oh, I listened to the song. The song was hard. Or this tape is hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, cool. You like you you download it and listen to their music and you like it. But Go support their their merch. Go support, and I'm not even. Just, I'm taking this off of Drake and Twenty One. They got all the money in the world. I'm talking about local artists. I'm talking about upcoming artists. I'm talking about artists that's that's been in the game for a while. Like this, this equates to everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is y'all real definition of support? Y'all will repost all day. You know what I'm saying? Artists or or celebrities that don't give a shit about you, but when it comes to your your homegirls painting business or you know her selling bags or your homie's t-shirt line all y'all all y'all gonna do is just like to pick but y'all ain't gonna spend the 40 50 beans on the shirt so it's like we gotta reevaluate and re uh or unlearn on what really supporting means you know what i'm saying we really gotta support the creative because that's where it's at and i would say in totality the music industry right now is in a very weird space like it is no longer about music like, let that simmer for a while. It is no longer about music. Like, music will always be here. It will always be universal. It will always be um, gems. But it's just not the same game as it was. It's just not. And I might be going on a ledge here, and I'll die on this mountain alone. But I feel like Drake and Bad Bunny, low-key. And, and I'll put The Weeknd in there. I'll put Rihanna. Like, I'll just say the generation, like, these superstars of this generation... These may be the last superstars in music, bro. Like on this on this magnitude, on this level. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't see how much higher it gets after them. Every single artist that I just named, Bad Bunny, Weekend, Rihanna, uh, Drake, how much higher does it get than that? You know what I'm saying? We've seen the MJs, we've seen the Prince, we've seen Hove. And now we're in our generation seeing these um world-class acts. Where does it go from here? When Drake hangs hangs it up, when Bad Bunny says, I'm done. When he says, I'm off into the Puerto Rico sunset. Like, where does it go after this? Where is music taking us than just this bullshit ass music that we're getting? You know what I'm saying? You can only, I'm a hit a nigga with a bullet. Like, it can only go so long. You can only talk about popping a perk so long. Like, where does it go after this? And so I'm just really interested to see uh, music as a collective. Where does it go? And I'm, and I'm taking this off of hip hop, like in general. Where does it go? 
You know what I'm saying? Who is driving the train here? <laughs> so I didn't mean to get passionate, you know, but that's just that's just where my brain took me on that one. But I'm curious to see where it goes. But that's really all I had for the pod this week. I'll definitely be back next week, man. But again, I appreciate y'all for coming back. Uh, next week, I get to officially say week after week, showing much love. I don't get to say it this week um, since I've been gone for a while. But definitely appreciate the first timers, the last timers, and in-betweeners for coming back, supporting, showing love to the kid. I really appreciate it. Um, it's your boy Trey Matthews checking out. Peace.